If you are a Cook County homeowner, you probably received your property tax bill in the mail. And depending on where you live, you might be shocked at how much it's increased or decreased since last year. And if you're left wondering why, how? Well, we've got A.D. Quigg in the studio. She's a government reporter for the Chicago Tribune. Welcome back to the show, A.D. Thank you for having me. Many people remember that before the midterm elections, the mayor was pretty clear that she wouldn't be raising property taxes. But the bills that some people have received are higher than last year. So clear this up. What's happening? Okay. So this year's budget, the mayor did not increase property taxes. But the bills you are receiving in the mail now reflect last year's budget in which the city of Chicago raised its property tax levy by about $100,000. That bill also reflects a property tax levy at Chicago Public Schools, which gets a lot less heat, but nevertheless, still Mm -hmm. a property tax uh, collection body. Um, So yes, there is an increase and there's a few reasons at play for that. And depending on where you live, it's going to be different. But Chicago homeowners in particular are are feeling it this year. So so these bills... We know it, they come out twice a year, but we're paying a share of the county's bill from all of last year's expenditures. Right. And pretty soon you are going to have to pay the next installment. And we can get into why your bills were delayed so much, because normally you'd expect it in the summertime. Let's. Um, there was essentially a series of technological mismatches between the Cook County Assessor, who's responsible for telling you how valuable your property is, And the Cook County Board of Review, which is where you go if you get your assessment from the assessor and say, I don't like this number. It's too high. Um, So their ability to transfer data back and forth was very fraught. They couldn't figure it out. And they basically had to rush and rush and rush to try to get bills out in time so people could count the payment of their bill toward their income taxes, Mm -hmm. um, your state and local tax deduction. So that is the reason you're getting it so late because they had all this technological snafu. But the reason you got to pay it before the end of the year so you can count it on your federal income taxes. So the Cook County Treasurer's Office came out with a report explaining the increases and, and what's going on across the city. Give us some of the, the major takeaways. I know the median property tax bill is up 8%. Correct. Right. What else? So let's let's look at the whole universe of property taxes. Sure. Um, the entire amount billed in Cook County, $16.7 billion. So that's the whole pie. But depending on where you live, there are different pieces of the pie, and the pie is of various sizes. I want to talk about Chicago specifically because um, this is the first year that Chicago was reassessed. So every every property in Chicago got another look from Cook County Assessor Fritz Kage, Um, And he ran, ran on a platform of basically reversing inequities in the way the properties were assessed. And he said, I'm going to basically flip it so that commercial property owners, so like Willis Tower, your corner bar, um, big apartment buildings – are going to take on more of the burden. They had been underassessed in the past. So we were expecting some big shifts in general in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And we care so much about Chicago because all the the biggest commercial properties are down here. So Fritz had said repeatedly that he expected uh, homeowners' bills, homeowners' share to decrease and probably for bills to either stay the same or decrease. But there were such big reductions at the Board of Review from commercial properties that that burden uh, shifted back onto homeowners. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be surprised after hearing from the assessor over and over, your bills either going to stay the same or go down. Yeah. To see in some neighborhoods, like in Pilsen or Douglas or Kenwood, to see your bill, the median bill there, increase by 
46 percent, 38 percent, something like that. And Kagi was, I mean, he was recently reelected and on the campaign trail assured voters property tax bills wouldn't increase. How should we understand this, A.D.? (sighs) He, his assessments did what he said they would. But after they're out of his hands, there's a whole lot of other actors in the property tax realm that can impact what your bill ultimately is. Yeah. So like we talked about at the beginning, city of Chicago increased their levy. Uh, Chicago public schools increased their levy. We have something called TIF in the city of Chicago, which... Um, Tax increment financing. Yes. Uh, the, the Tiggy Bank, as I said on here once. Right. Basically, I remember that. Yes. These are economic uh, development instruments that are set up in certain neighborhoods um, that basically pull all the increased um, value from properties. And instead of giving them back to all the taxing bodies, they keep them in the TIF piggy bank. So when those values go up, um, that money's staying in the TIF piggy bank and the rest of us have to make up for it essentially. So the way that uh, Assessor Kagi and other kind of TIF reform people have explained it is it's basically um, a backdoor tax increase. Um, and TIF ended up socking away more than a hundred million dollars, I believe, um, yeah. that would have otherwise been uh, been able to reduce everyone else's bill. So that's at play. But to go back to your original question, the assessor can do what what he can on the assessment side. But when it gets to the board of review, they can undo some of his decisions. Even past the board of review, there's another body called the Property Tax Appeals Board, um, where people can also appeal um, their property taxes. Yeah. Another interesting. Thing that was at play this year was something called the recapture provision. So when people go and appeal and they win, normally the local taxing body, so CPS, your library district, Metropolitan Water Reclamation District, mm-hmm. they have to eat that loss. Um, so if if they get a, a re- reduced assessment by like $10 million, um, everybody has to write that off. But last year, the governor signed a bill that said, actually, you don't have to write that off. You could just put that number onto next year's tax bills. So this was the first year that recapture provision was in place. And that was another kind of backdoor tax increase uh, that folks weren't expecting. So there are a lot of things adding to that total pie size that had to get divvied up by everyone. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about property tax bills and how homeowners are seeing drastically different changes since last year. Across the city, the median property tax bill was up a little more than 8%. We're talking with A.D. Quigg, who's a government reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and who's been digging into why, why this is happening. So I want to go back to something else we touched on earlier, A.D., because these tax bills, they're increasing um, the most in gentrifying Latino neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Pilsen, Avondale. How much are people's bills going up there? if you go to ChicagoTribune.com and read this article I put together, I can uh, I made like a big chart of how much each neighborhood's bill goes up. So on the Lower West Side, which includes neighborhoods like Pilsen, their 2020 median bill was five thousand dollars. 2021 median bill seventy two hundred dollars. That's a forty five point eight percent change. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a similar story in Douglas. So the average bill there was seventeen hundred dollars. It went up to twenty four hundred dollars. That's an increase of forty two percent. Um, Other big increases, Humboldt Park, like we talked about, a a gentrifying area, Avondale, gentrifying area, uh, South Lawndale, to an extent, gentrifying area. Um, Rogers Park, some of the lakefront communities, and also on the on the northwest side, kind of saw other similar um, similar increases in the 
20 to 30 percent range. Interesting. You know, high property taxes, it, they mean that your home is worth more, mm-hmm. right? It's that double-edged sword. It's like... Yeah, it's beneficial because, you know, if you want to sell equity it... Now. I got equity now. <laughs> exactly. And if I want to sell, I could sell for more. But until I sell, I got to pay more property taxes it, for that it increased value. It can add value. a financial burden if you want to stay. Correct. And if, you're, um, if your salary also hasn't gone up right. at the same time as your property tax. Right. Residents and activists, they've been warning about this pricing people out of their homes for a long time. Is this the first time that the data has been so starkly shown, these increases? Mm, That's a good question. Um, In my time covering property taxes, yes. But we've also heard anecdotal stuff for so long about taxes going up. Um, I've been covering South Shore a lot around the Obama Presidential Center, Mm -hmm. um, hearing a lot about... um, Folks getting their doors knocked on, basically saying, hey, are you interested in selling? We understand this neighborhood's going to be hot. But I've also heard from people who live there now who are like, finally, some equity. I'm finally out from um, being underwater, essentially, following the 2008 financial crisis. But since I've covered property taxes and since Assessor Kagi said this was going to be like his big thing, this is the... This is like the first time we've had so many property tax bodies being like, here's all our data. Yes. In part because I think they all want to like point the finger at whose fault it is. So we're talking right now about individual homeowners, AD, but what did the report show regarding bills for, for commercial property owners, just so we're clear? So this report focused mostly on residential, but for the most part, um, commercial still saw their bills go up, but they were more likely to see uh Lower bills, if that makes sense. There are a greater share of homeowners seeing an increase than there were of commercial property owners seeing an increase. But commercial property owners are still seeing an increase. This was, um, uh, I've got a lot of emails from yeah. from business owners saying my bill doubled or so tripled. everyone's affected here. Everyone is affected here, in part because, like we said at the beginning, levies are going up. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs the money. And we're talking about how this affects homeowners, property owners, but how does this affect renters? So renters, um, you are affected on the commercial side because properties with more than seven apartments, I believe, are considered commercial. Um, So if your building, you can look up your building and see what happened to the assessment. I didn't know that more than seven apartments are considered considered commercial properties. So if your building's commercial assessment and bill went up, there's a possibility that your landlord might be asking you for more money. So what resources then are out there for folks who maybe can't pay these bills? There are a few uh, a few charities that look at this. But what I would encourage people to do um, before you start searching for for a little bit of help is to make sure that you are in your home, that you are receiving the exemptions that you are entitled to. So there is a I tweeted out a brochure um, if you have a missing property tax exemption. So this could be the homeowner's exemption senior exemption, senior freeze exemption, uh, persons with disabilities and veterans with disabilities. I've heard from a couple people who said, or we we had flagged a couple pins where the bill had gone up kind of unreasonably high. Yeah. And we basically found out that one of them was missing a, a senior freeze exemption, which once you have it can save you thousands of dollars off of your bill. Um, so if you check your bill compared to last year and see if you got an exemption last year that you didn't get this year, and if that happens, you contact the assessor and within, if you're correct and you have the right documentation within three or four weeks, you might be able to get that money back. Very good information. We'll try to retweet your tweet with with those links as well, AD. So what is next then? Leave us with this. What's next for property owners? Because I, I know that there's concern that the bills will be late next year. Yes, right? that is that is um, 
what most of the folks in the property tax realm are telling me because those tech issues we talked about at the start of this conversation have not completely resolved themselves. I think everyone in the system is, again, committed to getting them out before the end of the year so that folks can count it on their uh, federal income taxes. But even before then, you're going to have to pay your next installment. Um, That is typically due March 1st. It's my understanding that there was a bill passed in Springfield, um, one with less attention on it. It wasn't like Safety Act level of coverage. Right. Um, But that passed in Springfield that basically extended that due date just for next year until April 1st. So rather than having to pay this bill by December 30th and the next one by March 1st, kind of like a double whammy, it's going to be a few more weeks of cushion. You're just full of good news, aren't you, A.D.? Yeah. (laughs) A.D. Quigg is a government reporter for the Chicago Tribune. Thank you. Thank you.